0: I've been told that this is not
1: for children. So if you are a child, stop listening. So anyway, so I was telling this taxi, taxi cab driver one time, it's so, like, no, no, it's a reach around if you have to go back. <laughs> it's, it's, like it's, it's, a, it's a grab when you go forward. Really? Oh, what yeah. if I'm
2: reaching around Ryan?
1: I'm talking about opening the door.
2: Oh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you sick pervert. And welcome to Verbal Distillery. We're going to talk a little whiskey and what really qualifies as a reach <laughs> No Please
2: no. send no. us your emails. <laughs> With pictures. No.
1: No, 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 uh, don't do
2: that. Uh, drawings? Stick figures. No,
1: no. Diagrams. Mathematical. The algebra. Please send us your algorithms. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't I look This is at, what
2: happens when you don't participate in the conversation. I'm getting my right.
0: computer ready and I'm looking <laughs> up all of a sudden you're talking about Do, are you are you
1: requesting sexual <laughs> algorithms over there yes. instead of what I just heard sexual
2: <laughs> algorithms.
1: Sexual algorithms. <laughs> anyway. Alright, who well, are we? I'm Joe.
0: I'm Celeste. I'm Ryan.
1: And uh, let's get into this. First things first. Any interesting stories or anything going on? keeps calling me. Stop
0: calling me. Is
2: that scam likely? Probably. No, it isn't.
0: That what? whore. Sir, the IRS is about to raid your
1: door. I don't think they work past seven. <laughs> I'm going to search the number see if I can figure it out.
2: Really? Oh. S- he's going to hack
1: the system. He's Mr. Robot now. Okay. <laughs> I just need to put a certain algorithm in this malware and I can hack you.
2: Um.
1: Actually, if I started at college, I think I would call it Hack You. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, it'd be like my casino. Remember my casino idea? Because, like, when you go to Vegas, and, like, that's, that's like, I remember that time when I first told Ryan that he, I've never seen him laugh this hard, but it's, like, when you go to Vegas, you see all these billboards and stuff of people being, like, yeah, I just won! Woo! Scotty just won one million dollars, playing the slot machine, and this and that. And I'd be, like, I think I just had the first honest casino, like, it'd be, like, people crying, and be, like, lost kids' college fun. And then when you walk out of the casino, like, instead of having music and stuff, it'd just be like, <laughs> oh, That's horrible. I don't think we would come back. No, it would not I, work. I don't know. I mean, that diner where people yell at you seems yeah. to be catching on. I mean, I think people like to have... The diner where people yell at you? Yeah, you ever heard of that? I've never been to Heart one. Heart attack. No, 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 really. no, no, That's different. This uh, is, like, the one where it's, like, people are just, like, verbally mean to you. The one in the
2: Mall of America.
1: Dick's Last Resort? Yeah. I don't know. I've never been to one, but I know they exist where like people are like verbally mean no, to yeah. you. No, yeah,
2: I remember someone. It's like, come on, honey. Someone Speak tell, up. Someone Tell me what you want. I'm trying, but
1: <laughs> And then they throw a roll in your face. <laughs> and then you sit.
2: No, yeah, I remember. I remember your dad Ryan telling me about the concept of that restaurant. I was like, "No, I do not want to go there. Like, why would you pay for that?"
1: I don't know how that is successful. I, I mean, like I, it's like So you've like, had a really bad week at work, right? Let's just say like you've dealt with a lot of Cat anuses all week long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and you are it's a Friday. The last place you want to go is somebody going to be yelling at you. Yeah. I mean, well.
2: Unless I get to punch them in the face or something.
1: I mean, if hitting's optional, I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah but still, that'd be still weird. I mean, there'd be a lot of dental bills going around that place.
2: Yeah, it wouldn't be good business for them.
1: No, no. A lot of loose teeth. But anyway. Yep.
2: Yeah. All right. What are we drinking?
1: Uh, What are we drinking, Ryan?
0: That's a great question. Tonight, we are drinking a Rittenhouse Straight Rye Whiskey Bottled and Bond 100 Proof. Mm. This is a four-year Bottled and Bond offering from the Heaven Hill Distillery. We have two bottles of it because it's looking yeah. low, so if you finish this one, open that one. Uh, distilled and bottled by Heaven Hill Distilleries incorporated Lou- Louisville, Kentucky, DSPKY1, Bardstown, Kentucky, DSPKY31. We'll talk about why that's important. Okay, Mad Max. I think you went through that real quick. So uh it's ball and bond, so it's a hundred proof. And it is a rye whiskey. We haven't really done a lot of rye whiskey, so
3: mm-hmm. we've it's we've done rye.
0: Yeah. So um, But this is a straight rye whiskey. We know that it's four years because they told yes. us. Not on the bottle, but we've been to tastings where they had this and that's why we've fallen Well it says straight. Yeah, it's straight, so it's nothing and
2: Um, we have had never tried this before, and then like Ryan said, we went to a tasting.
0: I think I had tried it
1: before, but I wasn't really into ryes. Well, I don't think I've I've ever tried it
3: before.
1: Ooh, yeah, I get that rye spice right off the nose on this one. Well, Mm -hmm. yeah, I can feel in my nose hairs. (laughs) You know, my nose, people, my nostrils, like little like inflatable waving. Wacky arm
0: waving. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what nose hairs are like.
3: Wow, well, well, hair is
2: coming through me. Wait. Maybe maybe it's wow, a Wow I
0: can't
1: believe I used to know I used to say that there. really fast. Yeah, the family the family guy. You're a family guy guy. Wacky
2: which, inflatable wacky arm, wacky
1: arm waving inflatable two men. There you go. Yep. That's um, what that's what nose hairs are like. This is But it's not like I mean it's right, but it's it's not, it's not abrasive. It's not abrasive. Like super it's like for right. rye. Yeah. Sometimes when you uh, nose on a rye, it can be really abrasive. Like it almost even stings your nose a little bit.
2: Very spicy.
1: The taste for me,
0: here's what I like about it is, to me, it's not super. Like it's rye, <laughs> Celeste.
1: <laughs> you like this stuff?
2: I do, but it went down the wrong tube.
1: Oh, okay. I was. Just, you you look like this the first time somebody ever was like, "Hey, you go, Junior. Why don't you <laughs> wet your whistle with this? And he just goes. All right, I'll show you what I'm made of.
2: <laughs> That's what happens when you inhale and drink at the same yeah, time. Yeah, you shouldn't
1: do that. Yeah, you should be smoking.
0: Um, <laughs> it tastes a little bit different tonight, just because I've had bourbon beforehand. But usually, when I when I drink this, I get I get that that rye spice, a little bit of rye spice, but I also get like a cherry or fruit. I don't mm. know if you think that. It I get like high it. as
1: a motherfucker, but all right. <laughs> There's a little bit of earthiness to the to, mm-hmm. to the nose too. So I was see. gonna say, not not floral. There was I wasn't getting like a floral, but it definitely was an earthiness too. Yeah, like very earthy. I'm getting a little nut too. Just one? No. Multiple? There's a pair. There's a pair. There's at least
0: two.
2: The thing that so we went to this tasting, Heaven Hill Tasting. And we've had their they do Pikeville, right? Pikesville,
3: yeah. Probably. Yeah, baby Pikesville. So Pikesville. Yeah. Pikesville. Which is the good.
2: The Pikesville is good, but very peppery. peppery.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: This
2: is much more mild.
1: There's definitely pepper in it, though.
2: Yeah, I mean, Samba's it's a rye.
1: super forward.
2: But compared to the Pikesville, this is way more mild. And I actually have been... This bottle's almost empty because I have preferring the Manhattan made from this lately.
1: You have so. been furring a Manhattan? Preferring. <laughs>
2: Preferring.
1: She might be drunk. Purr-furing. You
2: know, I have one drink and I'm just done. <laughs> yep.
1: They don't call you Easy Two Tone Cap for nothing. <laughs> it's one color. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I just literally two tone came to my head, and I know it's only one color <laughs> on Tommy your cap, two-tone, but tone? Tommy Two Tone, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I like it. I mean, it's it's really rye. I mean, not super rye, but it is definitely a rye for me. Yeah. I mean, this is not some. I mean, I'm not big on rye. I can definitely taste the hundred proof because it, it, you get that extra warmth in this. a little yeah. bit burnt, little burn, little burn. Um, I don't necessarily think for me this is something that I would
2: keep mm. on hand.
1: Uh, yeah, it probably wouldn't be... I mean, if I bought one bottle, it'd probably sit open on on my bar for a long time. Well, I will say it's 25 bucks. I was about to say, design-wise, because we've gotten away from that, I do like their presentation here. Their logos are nice and clean and crisp. They mimic old-school whiskey logos very well. The bottles... Honestly, the bottle is a very natural bottle, so I mean, like... It does have
2: the screw on top.
1: It does have a screw on top, but I don't mind that. No,
2: I don't either. I don't
1: mind that. I mean, when you're trying to sneak a swig of whiskey, the last thing you want anybody in the house to hear is...
2: Also, I just broke a Buffalo Trace one the other day.
1: Oh, yeah, you broke the cork in there? Yeah. Yeah. But, um... She breaks corks off all the time. You gotta take a piece. Too rough. Break a piece off. Mm Mm-hmm. That Kit Kat part. I was gonna say
0: Kit Kat part. Thank you. (laughs) Please on that quote. <laughs> so, 25 bucks, and it's fairly readily available. Um, For the again, price, it's good. You're going to find it in pretty much every actual liquor store. You're probably going to find a
1: House. Yeah, I was going to say, like a liquor liquor store, okay. not like not like a uh, gas station liquor store. No, no. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I like it. I mean, it's solid. I mean, I give this a five. All
2: right.
1: I give it about a six and a half or so.
2: Whoa! Yeah,
0: I,
1: well, I
2: really.
1: Because I'm
0: not a huge rye fan, but I actually find myself sipping on this quite a bit a few times a yeah, week. Yeah,
2: you drink a lot. I really
0: like it. I guess there's a bit of that cherry, sweet fruit to it. Hmm. That I don't. Yeah, there think is a up. little
1: bit of sweetness. Which, to
2: yeah, it. Which, yeah, I mean it's young, Hot but rice. it tastes more complex than I was. At
1: yes, five. it definitely. I was it complex so is the right word. Totally.
2: I'm giving it a six because I. Yeah,
1: I'm just, just going it. with a steady five. That's so, fine. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that's fine.
1: Twenty five
0: bucks though. I mean, it's a really good deal for.
3: Yeah. Uh, for
2: your ride. So what do you got for us, Ryan?
0: Uh, funny you should ask that we are drinking. You didn't ask about the drink. I didn't. No. Uh, we are drinking okay. a bottle. Nobody had a question. though. No. <laughs> we are drinking. Well, you had a question.
1: She had. Them.
2: Well, no.
0: yeah. We are drinking like... a bottled in bond whiskey, which we have. We oh my had.
1: gosh! I'm missing. I'm wanting to do like the Bond music in my head. Is like. And so we are gonna cover the
0: Bottled and Bond Act of eighteen
2: ninety mm, it's fascinating. And
0: it is, actually. My sources are primarily bourbonbanter.com, uh, distillerytrail.com, a little bit of Wikipedia. Whoa. A little bit. And the Just government. Just a tip. Just a tip and of Wikipedia. Wikipedia. <laughs> and the
1: frickin' government. <laughs> Uh, so and the we, no, he said the freaking government. Yeah. yeah, you know he wanted to say the fucking government.
0: So to start out, we need obviously it's history, but we need a little history even before that. So we talked about it in the last—that's my Minnesota glass. Oh, I was like, um, oh, I we talked about on the last episode. Uh, hopefully, you're subscribing and you listen to it, and then you're listening to this one as well.
1: Last episode was a good one.
0: Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Um, about the history of cocktails and about the history of, of alcohols and how basically a lot of the stuff back in the day just didn't taste all that wonderful. There wasn't a taste for it in general, so you added stuff to it, right? Well, the same thing was happening with, with whiskeys, is that the lore was, and a lot of the stories are, they didn't taste great. And so there was a lot of tinkering that was happening with whiskeys because it didn't taste great.
1: Not just like in, in
0: it. No, we'll get there. But not just. (laughs) Oh no! It did happen.
1: Micturation. Micturation. (laughs) (laughs) Mictures.
0: Micturation. Um, Uh It wasn't just cocktails. Special release. (laughs) Oh god. Um, But we do know that back in the day, there was less overall order to the whole system. Yeah. Even before government stepped in and and all that, there just wasn't as much, you know, rules and order. And basically, you had two big players in the world in the eighteen hundreds. You had the whiskey distillers, mm-hmm. who were actually distilling and, and learned how to age their whiskeys in barrels. And then you had whis- what they were called whiskey rectifiers. And whiskey rectifiers are basically the modern age... Rectum?
2: I barely knew them.
0: <laughs> I thought it was rector, damner, oh, Kilder. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm just disappointed Daner in Kilder you both right what now. I? <laughs> I don't know. Um,
1: I'm literally crying on the inside. <laughs>
0: So, whiskey rectifiers are basically the modern-day non-distilling producers. And now, non-distilling producers nowadays are those that buy barrels from other, from actual distillers, agent themselves, release it.
1: So, it's like people who buy MGP distillers exactly. and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: But this was back in the day. All right. Okay. So, um, by and large, it seems like the history states that the distillers mostly were on the up and up. Like, they were making a distilled spirit and they, they were, were aging honest, it in a how and they were aging it yeah. and they put it in a bottle and they sold it to, well they put another thing too but we'll talk about that but they <laughs> sold it and they didn't really mess with their whiskey like it was just essentially whiskey. straight whiskey before they may have defined yeah. straight whiskey rectifiers though basically had no room.
1: I'm sorry like right now in my head like you guys ever see young guns regulators round up no, no. come on you never seen that? Seriously?
2: This oh. is the segment where Joe tells us about a movie we've never, never seen. seen.
1: Oh my god. You guys need to go watch Young Guns. And Young Guns 2. They had a sequel. <laughs> oh boy. Is that like Hot Shots and Hot Shots for Duke? No, no, no. Way better. Those oh, those are good movies. No, no. Way better. Way better. Yeah. And Bon Jovi had a song on the second one that was Ooh, awesome. Bon Jovi. Blaze of Glory. If like if I ever get die in an alley fight, there needs to be speakers in the alley playing that song. So you're gonna <laughs> going down. Oh, I'm gonna die. Okay, I need this song. In a
2: blaze of glory. So what? let me just clarify this. Alleyway with speakers. Alleyway, but if with there Bluetooth are, speakers if there are no speakers or Bon Jovi, are you just gonna nix? I'm gonna
1: say no no I'm gonna go ho 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 ho. Before this happens, I'm gonna pull up my phone.
2: Okay, so and you're I'll still willing to fight as long as you can get the music. As long as started. I can
1: let them if you, play my what song. If, what
2: if you can't, what if your phone was left in the bar and like you don't have any music?
1: I'll ask to borrow one of their phones. Okay. Or you could just walk away. Yeah. Be like, Pandora, play Bon Jovi, blaze of Gori.
2: Joe would never walk away.
1: <laughs> never, he wouldn't. Nope. <laughs> All right, so you're not got- for a chance to die listening to Blaze of Glory. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Megan's like, Joe, Joe, like, but This is my dream! This is the chance!
1: <laughs> you will forever be to say, My husband died fighting in an alley while but- Blaze of Glory by Bon Jovi was playing.
2: <laughs> but you'll be dead.
1: Wow.
0: Kay. Anyway, so distillers were pretty much on the up and up, but rectifiers had essentially no rules. They added everything from flavors, what colors. They aged it for various times, and the
1: rectifiers again. To be clear, the people who are getting their distillate from somebody else,
0: yeah, and then yeah. they do stuff with it. Um, aged it for various
1: swimming th- in, Bathe dogs in it. We'll talk about that! <laughs> oh god, they're bathing they, dogs. They in whiskey. aged it
0: for various times. Their proofs varied across the board. Like there was no rhyme and reason to it. Like there's rules on bourbons, right, and whiskeys, but the the key for them was it it made it cheaper. If you cut it, yeah. if you don't age it as well, uh, it's like, much... it's like
1: going, you know, we have cocaine, yeah. but if we put a little rat poison in,
0: we have crack. Yeah. <laughs> so it made it cheaper and it's cheaper back in the day before, you know, like the industrial revolution, for example, that happened. So uh, there wasn't as much, um, full demand for like a nice whiskey because you didn't have the money for it. Right. But you wanted right. something, you yeah. know, cause your day sucked. You know, and you had to deal with a lot. Tail as
2: old as time.
0: So you you may you bought from a whiskey rectifier because it's cheaper and it did yeah. the job. It
1: makes sense. I mean, if you had a saloon, yeah. especially like if you had a saloon in a mining town, because I knew back then whiskey. Was not sold in bottles. It wasn't sold in bottles for a long time. It was and sold by the barrel. This
0: is a great segue. I'm glad it's almost yeah. like I told you. Yeah, you could sell- actually. He didn't. No, he didn't. Honestly, I, did honest. no. I had no idea we were covering this. Back here. in the day, you could sell whiskey pretty much anywhere. Um, saloons had it yep. in barrels, or you know they had the
1: the bat, the, the bat. grocery stores had barrels yep. too. General, yeah. stores, general grocery grocery stores. stores, general stores, pharmacies. Obviously, we yep. talked yep. about you know yeah, medicinals. Yeah.
0: yeah, and. So what they would do, because there still was the demand for it, but they needed to make it cheap, the rectifiers would adulterate it, and they would. I'm
1: sorry, I hear the word adulterating something; it just means such a different context to me, and I'm not even joking inside. It's just such a weird word to use. What else the word I chose? Let's get
2: into the psychology of your word usage, Ryan.
1: Okay, whatever.
3: (laughs)
2: Some of the
0: things weren't so bad, right? Like sometimes they would just cut it with water. Okay, good. Um, with, this is funny. Neutral grain spirits, which is what we have blends nowadays, right? Like right, True.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and then th- some weirder things like prune juice.
3: Hmm.
0: What?
1: Well, it looks kind of like whiskey. Prune juice does not look like whiskey. Well, if you just add it's a little dark. bit, right? Prune juice looks like, like red wine.
2: Yeah, but it might darken up a uh,
1: spirit. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Fair. That's How fair. about tobacco juices? Oh. That. Oh, my God. Oh. Yes. It does bother me. Like, I remember a basketball coach in grade school chewed tobacco, and he would spit it into a clear no. cup every practice. So we had to see it. And honestly, he could do that? it looked like beer in a glass. It looked gross. It had, like, that brownish texture. So it could look like whiskey, too. Yeah, I could see that. I'm
2: surprised he was allowed to do
1: that. Oh, he'd just sit there and be like, all right, listen, <coughs> I need no. Joe. Joe, I need you to come up the middle there, and uh, next to the point guard. And oh my god, it's just
2: stop it! My brother, I think he still chews, but oh, I remember gross. watching him one time, and I'm like, that is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen.
1: God, you want to get mouth cancer? I mean, oh. geez. well, imagine
0: putting that into whiskey.
1: Ugh. That's grossing me out.
0: Um, they would also add sugar, like I mentioned in the last okay. episode, so it make it sweeter because people expect it to be sweeter. Um,
1: iodine, really? Yep.
2: What? Iodine Why?
1: turpentine. These rectifiers need to be taken out. I didn't necessarily know it was all that bad. It sounds like the guy's like, hey, okay. dude, I found a bag of gravel. Let's throw it in there. Did, oh, I don't know.
2: Did iodine actually make it taste better, though? Like, what? You no, know, iodine.
1: color. Yeah, iodine. Just the
2: color. It's brown,
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh. It makes cells show up on slides under yeah, the microscope. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: turpentine, so, you know, if you need to strip any paint. Um, and then, this is my favorite one, rattlesnake heads.
1: <laughs> So they were doing tequila stuff before tequila was doing it. (laughs) Before they put the scorpion in the bottle, whiskey guys were like, so I just ran over this rattlesnake with my horse. What would you say we put the head in the whiskey? Let's do it. That's brilliant.
2: Let's do it. It's like that thumb that you can get in Iceland.
1: Huh? Oh, yeah. What?
2: You can do a shot with a man's thumb in it.
1: Why would you ever? Wait, who does this? It's bar
2: in Iceland.
1: That like literally have a severed thumb. Yeah, Yeah,
2: it's like an old petrified thumb. Human thumb. You can pay for. I mean, is
1: it well? Let me ask the site. Is there any health issues with that? I mean, like, I mean, it's decayed tissue. At that point, I guess probably okay. I'd do it. I'd do it just to try it. I don't know if I would. So why don't they make pacifiers out of that? You know. (laughs) It's like it's expensive. That's why zombie yeah. thumb.
2: You have to get all these people donating their thumbs.
1: We have research done. Doctors are like, no, no, it's a lot healthier for you to be su- for your baby to be sucking on a, a, real, thumb. a real thumb than a plastic
0: severed a thumb, thumb, thumb. You know, yeah, it's good for you.
2: There's no BPA in this.
0: <laughs> that's true.
1: All right, so this is you know we'll <laughs> call it St. Pacifier be Saint Pacifier, you know, <laughs> severed thumb. <best> <laughs>
0: So we're in the late 1800s, right? And, right. Um, the, thank you. I don't know where we are. I don't know. The government did some studies and, and other groups did some studies and found that maybe around 50% of bourbon, which is American whiskey, right? Right. right. Was just that, was actually bourbon. The rest was adulterated. Because there's no standard, right? They right. Could call yeah, it bourbon, yeah. but it really was not
2: i actually just shocked that they Over. were doing studies in the 1800s. I didn't even know that was a thing.
0: Because <laughs> people only like, lived to like 12,
1: right? Yeah, they're like, why is this happening? Why do I have to have 13... Why does my poor wife's vagina have to give birth to 13 kids so that we can have four survive? <laughs> we need studies.
2: And then she dies. <laughs>
1: and then she dies. Because she's a giant gaping hole at that point. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> wow. So... Because women
2: are more than just a vagina,
3: I
1: know that, but I'm just right. saying that's a lot to put your body through. It is.
2: Well, they didn't have birth control. I mean, well, that's what I'm
1: saying is like 14 kids is a lot for your body to go through. I can't even I mean, handle
2: the thought of one. So 14 just, oh,
1: I'm gonna pass. Well, and out the fact right that right now. we had it,
0: and, and I talked to you about this, and we had a discussion this week. One of the papers in, in a course was on. How they're pretty sure that the male fetus that was developing in this female actually gave oh, yeah. the mother a prion disease, which is basically like Alzheimer's or what? Yep, like 50 years after the fact, she developed this disease. And she- oh my her- god,
1: she has got a guilt trip for life. Her no,
0: she's well, well she's she dead. Died. He's okay. dead. Like her genes don't have any of the mutations, so they're they think that it came from. But the, the son. kid
2: had it. Yeah. So they think it can that pass through the placenta. It, it can pass Shit. backwards.
0: Right? So it's basically an alien inside of we are all
1: aliens, basically, inside yeah. of our mother when we were developing. So here's your son, by the way, he gave you Alzheimer's. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. god, that is messed up. Yeah. So dark places tonight, folks.
0: Dark let's go dark back to night. the story. Um because That's fifty percent drink. or less was actually mm-hmm. legit whiskey, they actually had books that were written on how to replicate and imitate bourbon. So they didn't just have cocktail books. They had literally like, if you add these things together, it'll be like bourbon.
2: It'll taste like bourbon.
0: Yep.
1: hide
2: was, <laughs> was it horse? I piss. mean, it must have been pretty popular then. Like people wanted it.
1: Well, whiskey was. I mean, like that I mean, when they were uh, what do you call it? Uh going westward. You know, there was just when they when they sent supplies out. There was just as much whiskey sent out as there was food, but a lot of it was probably adulterated. Yeah, the, the totally. So
2: was it like, um, was it like the bourbon craze today? Where I don't know.
0: <laughs> what do people do?
2: They paid extra for from certain.
0: Probably not. They didn't have a lot of money back then.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, a lot of this stuff was sent out on. Am I using the term prospect? Where it's like basically like. The Money they earned is what would get paid, back. yeah.
0: And you probably actually maybe then had a little bit more aged stuff going out west just because you would send it in from like Kentucky,
1: yeah. It'd be it'd go a long way, it would go in a barrel and have
0: to take a while to get there. Yeah,
1: that's why they didn't Um, do bottles. I mean, bottles didn't come around till the late 1800s, yeah. And and then
0: people, if it, it you almost can't blame them because if people acquired a taste for it and you're like, I'm out in California or Nevada, for example, it takes. Six months to get me a barrel. Like I'm gonna yeah. cut it with something.
1: Branding of whiskey wasn't even done until around the time they did bottling, and that yeah. was like. And one of these times we'd have to talk about Duffy McDuffie's because that was that was a big one. Duffy's pure malt whiskey. Yep. Well, I have a quote on that.
3: Oh! it's like
1: it's like we're like, dude, simpatica right so, here. <laughs> so this is from um, Fred Minnick, who Fred get Nick's... your tentacles out of my ears. You know? <laughs> Fred Minnick is one of uh, he's a
0: fairly um, well known whiskey writer. And this is a quote directly from him, so I'm quoting. There was a brand out there called Duffy's Pure Malt Whiskey. Yep. That's no longer around. This guy specialized in the medicinal market. He used to claim that his whiskey could make you live to be 162... It could cure cancer, gout, and the flu, and wow. my favorite, ugliness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> At least that one, is true. Yeah, <laughs>
2: he's never true. said who had that to was drink the one it that to cure was ugliness. True. No, other people had to drink it to <laughs> cure yeah. your ugliness. Yeah. That's how that works. So
0: There's that a be lot be of people first... making
1: with horses in the barn. One of the first that
0: actually bottled it to distribute it, but it was uh, obviously a rectifier.
1: I actually got like one of the rarest bottles I've ever physically touched was a McDuffie from like the 1800s. What? Yes, I told you guys this. Yeah, I found a McDuffie for somebody one it's time. It's just Duffy's, not McDuffies. Oh, I'm sorry. It's just Duffy? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, Duffy's yeah, it's McDuffie. been a while since I've touched the bottle. But yeah, I did find a Duffy, and when I did the research on the bottle, that was what I learned. He was like the first guy to be like, no, no, I want people to know what I'm making. Yeah. I want them to know that when they taste it, this is me, not...
2: Like the original? The regulator. Drug dealer.
1: What do you call them? Rectifiers. Rectifiers.
2: Well, he was a rectifier.
0: He may not have been, actually. It doesn't say he Did he
2: was. distill his own?
0: I
1: think he was out of Pennsylvania or Virginia, too. I, I didn't look on the It's just a quote.
2: I Either way. I mean, it doesn't matter. Either way, he's he's the father of he, branding.
1: Branding, yes. That's right. Yeah. Well done. Well said.
0: Yeah. So, you have this setup, and there's still a demand for whiskey, and you have this battle basically between the distillers, who are trying to be as honest as they can, and the rectifiers are basically undercutting them, and, and not... Putting out a true whiskey. So
1: basically, you're you're dealing with the drug lords and the dealers. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So
0: one of those that led my the cocaine fight. Pure. And we'll talk about others too, but someone that I know we've heard of is uh, Colonel E H Taylor.
3: Ah.
2: Was I've one never of the leaders of in the fight against. Good
0: E H T. So E H Taylor is uh, now a Buffalo Trace brand. Yep. And so he was one of the, if you go back in the lineage of Buffalo Trace, he was one of the distillers back in the 1800s. Well, he had
1: his own distillery that just now just got re-renovated, and their massive distiller. Where did she come from? She came from... uh, Oh, she? Yeah. It's like she's one of the first... uh, She might be... Oh, the old Taylor distillery? Yeah, the new E.H. Taylor distillery is open... And it is literally like their master distiller. I think is the first female master distiller. I've heard of that. Oh. I don't know where she came from. For okay, it might not be the first female master distiller, but I think it's like the first female Kentucky master distiller. I don't know. You guys would have to look it up. That's I cool. don't know. I don't know. But
2: I wouldn't be surprised if it was the first. Yeah, female, but. it's
1: quite possible. But I know to I know she's like. I mean, she's kicking ass. But I. Don't, I. I. There hasn't been any juice out of there.
0: We have, we have this setup. And actually, the thing is, and we'll talk more about bonded warehouses, but apparently there actually actually. Bondage warehouses. Bonded. <laughs> there were some bonded warehouses in use, but there was no real guidelines on them. So who knows what that actually meant. So um, what we have is this setup where you have these rectifiers and you have. Um, distillers. The distillers yeah. that are going at it. And basically, the goal of the Bald and Bond Act. Um, was to, and I'm quoting, ensure that any whiskey bearing the name Bottled and Bond was produced by the same distiller at the same distillery during the same distilling season, aged for at least four years, unadulterated, other than pure water you could add to gotcha. it. Gotcha. Okay. And bottled at exactly 100 proof.
1: And so that strip signified that anybody who blocked that And you bottle... had to
0: have, yeah, and the other part is the label had to identify the distillery where the whiskey was distilled and bottled. So, like, when I mentioned the written house, it tells you distilled and bottled by Heaven Hill Distilleries, DSPKY1, DSPKY31. And it also had to have the green wrapped tax strip over the top. And those that... tax
1: strips' colors did change from here and there. Like, weren't there red ones at one point? And...
0: Um, I think they were green until they were basically eliminated, but then they became like faux
1: stamps. Uh, well, I know there's the faux ones. But... Yeah. Well, green. real quick though, real quick. Like, okay, so. I think there was a little bit of a jump here, and I just want to clarify people who are listening. It's like we talked about the barrels being produced, but once Duffy was making his own bottles, everybody started making their own bottles, and that's when this yep. went into effect. Yep. So that's when bottles were being shipped all over. It was no yeah. longer barrels being shipped. It was bottles
0: being shipped. Yep. Okay. Um, and so you had um, John G. Carlyle, who was apparently... I, must have been, it doesn't actually say in this article, he must have been a government official that was like in... Possibly. It, yeah. yeah. So it had face on it. So if you ever see a picture of it or find a bottle or see a bottle, it should have, that's his picture on it. Um,
1: he gave a lot of retails to get that picture totally on
0: it. totally But here's the funny thing is, so you have, you think that the distillers would be happy for this, right? Like they're pushing for it. Oh no, I bet they were pissed. But no, some of, yeah, some of them were. So, um... And I'll, I'll read this in directly, and I'll, and I'll quote. The act did not pass without a fight, though. Whis- whiskey rectifiers obviously argued that this gave distillers an unfair advantage and caused issues for the rectifiers, who were producing an honest product from the barrels and barrels of whiskey they bought and bottled. One of the distillers that actually was against it was Isaac Wolf Bernheim.
1: Bernheim! of I.W. Oh, Harper. Yep. Bernheim. And
0: the namesake of Bernheim's original wheat whiskey, which Heaven Hill still produces.
1: I.W. Uh, Harper is being produced yep. by uh, Diageo. Diageo. Yep. And so he was
0: against it, and he argued that the art of blending spirits was at risk because of the act. Mm. And you will allow distillers to monopolize the whiskey market. So even though he was a distiller, he was also a rectifier.
1: Oh, wow. That's okay. And he maybe wasn't was an adding free
2: rattlesnake. Free market head. tour.
0: Yeah, but he he was like, "What if I want to blend different whiskeys together?" Like under this act, I can't do that.
1: But who doesn't? I mean, that's fine by me. Right? That makes mean, sense. Yeah.
0: Um, but it did pass when Grover Cleveland, the prez at the time, in 1890,
1: was, was 1896, drunk off his ass and just was like, yeah. "We're in about six hundred, beating the beat." <laughs> he probably was drunk. But, he probably was. But <laughs> that tells you a little bit about. And we still have obviously ball and bonds. We have them right in front of us. So. Yes. Yeah, but they're not government controlled. These no. Not, let's say this bottle and bond, this written house, it's 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 an homage, yeah. in a way. But to, they still follow all the rules. They, yes, they follow
0: the rules. The whole season thing is basically, and it was explained. Like it's like January to June, and then June. Um, like it's yeah. basically like spring, early summer, late summer, fall.
1: Well, it's so you can get that flavor still. It's yeah. like it's like here, here's you can taste now today what the restrictions were for stuff back then. So really, technically, there could be some subtle differences from like these. These are
0: probably the same batch of these two bottles in front of us of Rittenhouse versus like wait a year or two. There might be little differences. Yeah, like, they're going to try no. to find the but same. How do profile.
2: you know what season it was?
0: I don't think they have to tell you that.
1: No, That's one the they, they don't. don't have to. they
3: don't.
0: Yeah, they do, you. But
1: they do don't have to know, tell you. Let it straight, it's straight. I will and say bond. this about bottle and bond, and what Heart makes fruit, this subject that yeah. much more interesting is this: is like when something is bottled and bond. If you ever see a whiskey bottle out there that says "Bottled in Bond," there are a lot more restrictions on that whiskey that you're drinking than any other. It's very, I mean, like, and and which does make that interesting. Like, if you want to do a whiskey tasting one night with multiple Bottled in Bonds, that's going to be an interesting tasting. I mean, that's I mean, because they're all held within this restriction. Yep. It's a lot different than saying. Let's do a blind whiskey tasting with you know Wild Turkey 101 and Elijah Craig and whatever else. Mm-hmm. I mean it's one thing to be like it's a, it's bottled and bond because they're all and, and it is great that they carry on the tradition because right now it's a tradition, it's no. not a restriction anymore. Mm-hmm. They're not required, like even if Rittenhouse rye, which we've been drinking tonight, they're not required to say this is bottled and bond. No, but if they do,
0: though, then you still have to f- basically follow the rules. Yes, exactly. Right, exactly. but it's not as a re- big of requirement. I'm curious
2: to know, to know if it is a selling point. Like, do people go out of their way to
0: buy?
1: I think whiskey people do.
0: Yeah, well, and yeah. you got to you got to remember that this, I mean, we're talking about it now, the reason why they did it was because if you were actually seeking out legitimate bourbon or rye whiskey or yeah and you, didn't you didn't want people all well, the bond because, back in the
2: day yes yeah.
1: but then, yeah because like you didn't want to be drinking this whiskey if they were dipping dogs yeah. in. It. Yeah. it was a sign I mean, it was really it was a like, sign of quality essentially because I find it's funny that you would pick this topic because you're so against regulation yeah.
0: I just find it interesting that you know this is it's the history behind it and you could maybe argue it wasn't
1: absolutely necessary Well, I think they argue that point for you. I mean, they didn't need it absolutely necessary. I think the market just decided what they needed and be like, hey, listen, we want a quality control to a certain level.
0: Well, I think it actually highlights, you know, the marriage between large companies and corporations and government, right? So these companies were like, oh, we don't want to spend the time to actually beat these rectifiers. We're just going to go ask the government to basically pass a law for it.
1: Yeah, which that's like yeah. I mean, really, kind of really, doing.
2: the distillers could have gone out on their own and said to their consumers, "Hey, just so you know, bottled
1: well, in wait, bond wait, means wait,
2: wait, it's wait, coming wait. directly from us." Let me
1: let me put let me just put a different perspective on this for one second. One second? So well, it's gonna be a little longer. <laughs> so let me put it this way: they didn't go to the government and say, "Hey, we need to make everything bottled in bond." and therefore eliminate these other guys. They didn't like go outright to the government and say, hey, we want to eliminate our competition. They no. just said, hey, we want to set a quality control so that people my know what they're Well, and my guess is the fact
0: that we know that bonded warehouses were already in service, so it's right. probably like a... They probably talked, and they're like, yeah, all the big guys, we already have these warehouses, so, and, and the rectifiers don't. So how about we basically try to get these these rules passed that are going to benefit us because we already have it in place. And we're like, yeah, we're going to have to give you taxes and we're going to have to follow all these rules. But we know that that might help us because... Then people know what they're getting. People know what they're... Yeah. Right.
1: Exactly. So So, Ryan, can I for once get you to admit that maybe regulations did help an industry?
0: I mean, what do you mean by help?
1: Well, I mean, they help the branding of certain distilleries. They help people know they're getting good quality whiskey and not stuff that dogs were dipped in. True. Okay, that's all I need to hear. I'm good.
2: I still think they could have done it without the government somehow. Yeah, they could
1: have. I disagree because, like, all it takes is one guy just going, No, I'm not going to do that.
2: Well, he didn't have to do it. Why?
1: How did the Silk
0: Road happen? And and actually, you know. How did the what? Silk Silk Road. Silk Road. Okay,
1: we're not getting into that. <laughs> no,
2: we're
0: not getting
1: into that. All right, we're that. not getting so. into
2: that. Check out Mysterious AF on <laughs> Silk Road.
1: I'm on that episode. No, no, check out Case Files on Silk Road. No! Yeah! No! Check out both. Check out both. Fine. Check if out both.
2: S- if you want to listen to Case Files where he just talks monotone the oh. entire time... But Mike, he,
1: talk, he talks Australian to the whole Also thing.
2: Australian, but uh. monotone Australian. Anyway.
0: Anyway, so what's funny is at this time... um you had the the temperance movement happening, right? Um, women's yeah, I don't know, the, we? the Women's Christian Temperance Union, and mm-hmm. the, those movements happening, and then you had the whole prohibition starting to come up, right? Early on, right? What's funny is this article states from Bourbon Banter is that that movement actually supported
1: the straight bonded whiskey. Really? Because it was the lesser of two evils. Oh, right. so it's like okay, we need to do something about one of these things. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Don't
2: drink the turpentine. Basically.
1: Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Weird. And, yeah. and and
0: as this article says, you know, the thing is nowadays, like you said, we don't need bottled and
1: bonds. No, I think the reason they, they do it, it's a throwback. It's like, exactly. Yeah. Like, you look at Rittenhouse Rye, 100 Proof, Bottled and Bond. It's not because the government's requiring them to do this. It's just saying, hey... If we were held to the restrictions back then, this is what our whiskey would taste like now.
0: And you could argue that, you know, maybe those regulations helped here. But then the problem is 20, 30 years later, you had Prohibition, which actually just turned everything around. Yeah. It made everything everything underground and basically made everything horrible again. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it made people drinking moonshine out of somebody's freaking wood garage.
0: you came out after Prohibition and you still had bonded because that's all that, you know, the American market could... Try to put out was like yeah we're still good right we're still we're we're right. fine now when we ball the ball that's a good point but yeah. at the same time the government basically killed American whiskey because
1: nobody trusted yeah. it. After I that. mean honestly, like in the whiskey world, prohibition was the dark ages where they're like stop advancing. We're good with the horse carriage. We don't need the Ford Model T. Is just like well, and that's stop. why I mean yeah. you, no
0: you. I mean, you watch um, if you watch Mad Men in the you know fifties and sixties. There's a reason why he primarily is drinking Canadian, is because that was still flooding in and people could trust Mm. it at -hmm. the time because they couldn't trust like you know crappy moonshine whiskey during Prohibition because they would cut it with crap they didn't know what they were cutting it with, and that's why. Then you get into the glut era, the glut era, because... Yeah, where there's
1: too much whiskey. They and, keep producing and they're trying yeah. to stay in
0: business, but people are drinking... Gin
1: and vodka. or gin or vodka because yeah. they don't trust American For whiskey. Or tequila. I don't think tequila was a thing until the 90s.
2: It was. In the, in the South.
1: Was, oh, in the South? Yeah. I, can, I, can, see I, can, see yeah, I can see that. From
2: Mexico during Prohibition.
1: I can see that. Totally. And rum. I just don't... I don't think like tequila really took off like nationwide here. No. Not until, really. like, the 90s. Same thing. Like, rum still has it. Rum is just now starting to take off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's Rum's it. having a resurgence yeah. right now. I mean, I said that. And, and Ryan, you can call me. I mentioned this many years ago. Right. I said, you I think the next. You
2: mentioned it so many times. Yep.
1: I said that I think rum is going to be the next if hit coming. We're company. going on a cruise
2: soon. We might try some local stuff. Great,
1: huh? Wait, um, rum or yeah. crack cocaine?
0: Everything.
2: All of
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> that week we were just going to be We just <laughs> want to forget our names. Alright, where can they find us?
2: You can find us on Instagram at Verbal Distillery. I
1: honestly hope you don't. No, I hope you do.
2: I love our page.
1: Yeah, she's the right. one that does the updating. Yeah. Let's be honest. No
2: I just don't want to be angry
1: guys. at people. I We're mean... not
2: angry at anybody. Okay, then,
1: well, I guess that's why you don't let me look at the emails.
2: Yeah, I don't. Oh. Uh, email us at verbaldistillery at gmail.com. You can find us also on Facebook at Verbaldistillery.
1: And I challenge you to send something to Celesta that, uh, would anger me so much that she would have to Angry show Joe. me. Yeah. Try to anger me.
2: If you've been listening to the show, you know how to do it. Yeah, maybe. Something about Chicago? No! Something about, uh, Wait. craft whiskeys made by celebrities?
1: Yep. Oh, that's Aww. a good... That's a flame <laughs> on. That's a flame and on. And
2: something about... Cats.
1: Al- Alex Ovechkin being a I like cats. I just don't want to own a cat. I don't have anything mm-hmm. against cats. All, All right. The Pittsburgh Penguins suck.
2: Oh, Pittsburgh Penguins.
1: Yeah, yes, but they, do they don't. Well, they do this year, but they they haven't overall in the past 10 years. Yeah. So it's like, you know what? You can have a down year. It's
2: a sore spot for them, you guys.
1: I mean, Ovechkin still doesn't have a Yes, he does. He won it last year. Oh, I, th- I thought we all agreed to forget about that. Gosh, no. no, he had the best epic summer of alcoholism. It was amazing. epic summer. Oh, I thought we all just said, "Oh, the Capitals won." Me. Eh. Wow. Let's forget about it. That hurts, Joe. I don't think. I don't think it counted. <laughs> 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 all right, you've heard it. You can't unhear it.